Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a Merry Christmas. Who knows if you're even having a Merry Christmas at this point. It's probably done done deal by now if you're listening to the old Ham Palace. Um, thought you guys could get away with uh, not listening to me for uh, Christmas, huh? <laughs> I know it's been about well, a little over 30 days. You know, last one it was in November. But, um, you know, you get stuck into the... Christmas chaos, hold on, let me make an adjustment on here, okay, Christmas chaos, you know, things get a little nuts, and, uh, you know, the old Hambo, he's here, and uh, he's in studio, and I'm recording on the nicer mic, nicer mic here, um, you know, sometimes when I record these podcasts, I do them on the fly, and I record them uh, into my phone a lot of the time, and and you know, I it's not a bad mic. It's not bad, but I don't know if it's as good as this mic I'm, I'm using right now, which is I'm using a Zoom mic, and uh, you know, um, it's quality sound. I'm I'm working on trying to get better a better mic, maybe a Blue Yeti mic uh, for Christmas or or beyond. But you know, I can't let that stop me. Um, <laughs> no, sir. Uh, you know, I, I do this show out of love and to document, you know, kind of in a way, in a way to document my life. And, uh, you know, if if I get listeners, hey, it's bonus. It's bonus. <laughs> um, any listeners out there, I do appreciate it. I do. I try to keep this show unique. It's good uh, to keep my, my talking skills going. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to jump into some things today. You know, I, I considered, um, you know, having Arnold do the, the show exclusively and uh, to take over for me because, you know, I got a lot more uh, lot more to do. It's Christmas Eve, and I got to do some shopping or finish up a few items. But uh, you know what? The podcast, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the podcast has to come first this time. And that's an important uh, life lesson topic that I'm going to go into. Um, sometimes you have to put your own creative endeavors first. And what do I what do I mean by that? I mean the first thing you should do to ensure the things that you do are, are productive and and you're happy because you're productively doing what you love to do is do them in the morning. When you get up, whatever time of the morning that may be, whether that's 6 in the morning or later on, like maybe 11 in the morning, kind of around the time I can wake up, and just, just do them. Just do them, even if it's just for five minutes, even if it's for one minute, you do that activity, whether that's drawing, writing, um, doing celebrity uh, impersonations, whatever your deal is, and, and do them, knock them out. Everything else can wait. Errands can wait. Okay, buying that Christmas cake, buying that ice cream cake can wait just a little bit longer. I'm recording a podcast. This is important to me. This is what I want to put out there. Welcome to the Christmas episode of the Ham Palace. I got no music here. Uh, <laughs> usually you'd hear maybe Bloodsport, uh, the music from Bloodsport or something like that, or maybe Survivor. But you know when I'm rolling on the mic on my Zoom, I you know I can't I can't be editing I can't. Um, so welcome to the Christmas episode. 
uh, you know, I, 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 I'm putting something out there. You know, uh, I have a lot to cover, a lot of movies to cover. No real movie reviews, and I, I'm going to get to that. Um, I think I'm going to talk about. Well, first of all, I didn't get a chance to talk about Derp Fate, um, Terminator Derp Fate. And the reason is, well, I've been busy because of the holidays and, and getting everything, and work has been putting me into overtime. But Terminator, Terminator Dark Fate, right? I, uh, I couldn't bring myself to go see it. So this is a, a review of why I didn't go see it. Um, everything I was hearing, and you know, it's probably not good to, to to not see movies because of what other, other people say. And maybe there, there's definitely some truth to that. There definitely is. But the sources I have been watching and what I've been reading was just saying they just were doing so many things to it that, to me, don't make a good, compelling Terminator film. And there's going to be some spoilers, and this is spoilers from things that I've heard that are in it, and I know that are in it. Um without seeing the movie, such as the death of John Connor, uh, played by Eddie Furlong, which angers me. I've heard that he dies within the first five to ten minutes of the movie. So it's like, what What are they doing already? Already they're screwing things up. They're killing the dramatic tension. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing over there. The Terminator, the, the villain Terminator, does not look intimidating. There is nothing, there's no praise for that guy as the Terminator. Again, Arnold's the only good thing in this movie, and they it looks like they pushed him into retirement, into a cabin. There's just so much I, I don't like about that. It, it, it angers me. It angers me. Arnold doesn't seem like the lead Terminator necessarily. You know, it's... I mean, it's, it's like if you guys are going to go that route, you have to make it. The writing's got to be top-notch. It's got to be good. And I don't think it is. I really don't. So, very disappointing. I'm very disappointed in that. That's why I couldn't, for the first time, I couldn't go see a Terminator movie in the theater. You know, because I, I can't support that. I don't like supporting things that deviate that much from what they're supposed to be. Like the other Terminators, I'm glad, I'll go see them gladly. You know, the last couple, you know, they weren't that good. But they are entertaining. They were fun. And they didn't they didn't shove Arnold to the side. I mean, you look at Terminator 3. You got Terminator 3 has a, ter a female Terminator as well. But Arnold didn't get pushed to the side. He was a main player in that. And maybe Derp Fate, you know, Arnold's got more of a, uh, of a role. But I, I, it just, you know, they brought back Hamil Linda Hamilton. I like that. From everything I'm reading, though, like the dialogue's really... It's just not a well-written film. The way it's shot, the way it looks, it doesn't seem... It's not shot dark. It's all daytime shooting. Again, orange, you know, orange lighting. It's just... Ugh. It reminds me how it's shot Terminator 3, which I didn't like the lighting in that. It was... It should be a dark... Terminator's film should mostly be shot at night. And when they shot during the day, things should not look overboard orange. Um, so it just angers me. That's all. 
And that, that's all I'm going to say about that. I, I'm ticked. I didn't support it with my money. Maybe Redbox. Maybe a buck at Redbox. I don't know. I'd feel guilty even for spending a dollar on it. It ticks me off because Arnold... Arnold is better than that. Arnold is better than that. I mean, it's killing his career even more, you know. And James Cameron... <laughs> He didn't, I don't know, I, I don't think he gave a crap too much about it. That ticks me off, just going, he can work on Avatar for another 20 years that no one really cares that much about, really. Just mostly the effects. Anyway, I don't know. It brings me to my next movie, which I'm not going to see either. Uh, the, the Rise of Skyscraper. Um... <laughs> Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. And uh, I don't think any kind of Skywalker is rising in this. This is just terrible. Everything I've been hearing about it. And, um, you know, I was kind of excited about this franchise. Like when they started it up, the la uh, you know, the first one, The Force Awakens. It was good. I don't really like what they did to Han, but I'm like, okay, this better go someplace great. Uh, Last Jedi... I like parts of it, but overall, I didn't like the direction um, of what, where they're going with it. I'm like, they don't know. I don't like what they did with Luke. I don't like Luke milking the alien. That, that, that did it for me. I'm like, okay, you guys, you guys are just uh, Ryan Johnson. Just just doesn't care. Doesn't care what he's doing with these these characters. There's taking risks, and then there's just peeing all over beloved characters and that's what he did you know it's okay to take risks he took a risk with snoke and uh but with what, what he did with luke skywalker was i don't know i i don't i don't appreciate that and uh and i don't appreciate the time they didn't put into the new characters i don't feel like they're as as uh three-dimensional as they should be um, they haven't had enough time by themselves. It's just, it, it's been all style, all, all, all gloss over substance. No real substance to these films anymore. And uh, no real strong feeling. And so I'm looking forward to The Mandalorian. And especially I'm looking forward to the Obi-Wan streaming show. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to those for sure. And, uh, you know, looking, looking forward to some Disney Plus stuff. Uh, you know, I can only afford so many streaming shows at a time. And, uh, you know, I got the HBO right now. But I might get uh, the Netflix just to get into The Witcher. The Witcher is out. And I do want to watch that. So that is good stuff. Um... So yeah, there, that, that's my review of uh, not seeing Rise of Skywalker. An another film that I wanted to go see a little bit and will not get my money. Um, this is a really... I mean, with the exception of The Irishman, which I still got to see. You know, I wanted to see that in the theater, but it's the theater is so damn far away to go see that movie in. You're going to go drive. Like, I'd have to drive at least 45 minutes... Sit down, watch a three-hour movie, then drive 45 minutes back. 
I'm like, man, that sucks. That sucks. I wish there were cool independent film, uh, theaters by me, but there, there really isn't. Not really. So I'll have to watch it on Netflix, unfortunately. I mean, I wanted to watch it in the theater, but that just wasn't going to happen. So Netflix it is. Looking forward to The Irishman. Uh, again, around Christmas time, I'm going to be getting a Netflix uh, gift card and, and to watch these shows with. And um, looking forward to that. Um, what I am looking forward to, what I'm really looking forward to is uh, Top Gun 2, which I never thought I'd really be looking forward to this much because, you know, Tommy... Tom, Tony Scott, oh, I said Tommy, Tony Scott, you know, excellent director, one of my favorite directors, you know, he passed away, and I figure, you know, he was trying, you know, they were going to do that with him directing, but possibly, but now that can't be done, and, and I was thinking, well, man, they shouldn't really do that movie, because a lot of that movie, Top Gun, Tony Scott's directing is is kind of a character in itself for the movie, like, don't get me wrong, the cast is great, um, but the look of Top Gun is so unique to Tony Scott, his directing. I mean, it's all important. You have to have all those things. And when I watched the first trailer with Ed Harris narrating, I, I just thought, like, wow, this is like a love letter to Tony Scott. This is done so respectfully. And it's like somebody, it's a new director, I'm sure, but he's totally paying homage to Tony Scott for the most part while doing his own thing a little bit. It's neat. It's neat. Um, now, I don't think this is a shot on film, but it looks... I The video adds a realness to it. it like a nice... You know, and, and I think that's my conflict with film versus video um, is that... <sighs> Film takes you to another realm because of those crystals in the film. It takes you to another place uh, where it's bigger than life. Whereas video makes that, it pulls that into real life somehow. It, it makes things more real. Whereas film feels more fantasy. You know, um... And there's been, obviously, video's been, like, really awesome. Past five to ten years, it's improved a lot. And, you know, a lot more films are using it. And, and more, you know, almost almost nobody use, is using actual film now. But I'll always defend film because I love that. I mean, it's harder medium to work with. It's a lot more unforgiving. But you get a lot more magic. But video brings a certain kind of, if you're looking for that kind of realism aesthetic... There's something about that that's good too, in its own way. Um, but uh, you know, I I still love working with film. I, I I love that sense of bigger than life. Once it's on film, once you commit to that take, you know, it's in that film grain forever, and it's like, man, it's gotcha. <laughs> and it's like it's in that magical world. That's that's more than reality yeah it's a special world you know more than reality um anyway 
But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The second trailer dropped for Top Gun 2. I'm geeked about that. That's great. Um, so yeah, I'm finally, they're making movies for men a little bit again. Because uh, it seems like for a long time, it's like, you know, we don't, maybe once in a while we'll get an action movie like John Wick. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, but superhero movies have kind of replaced action movies in a lot of ways. And I, and I have no problem with that. that that's fine, but... They still should make action movies, I believe. There's still something about somebody that's an every guy, everyday guy that's trained to the most of his abilities. You know, that's that it that is like a modern day superhero, but it's good to have that in between. Like somebody like Batman, you know, is somebody that's trained or James Bond, I would say, is basically a superhero. Or Jason Bourne, you know. Um, somebody trained to the utmost of their abilities. And, but I mean, you look at the other side of that spectrum, uh, John McClane and Die Hard, you know, someone who's, you know, he's had some basic training. I don't know how much, he's probably had some special forces training, but, you know, most of the time he's, he's a cop doing basic cop stuff. You know, he's not even, I mean, it's some, I mean, Martin Riggs is probably better, more trained than 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 John McClane's character, Martin Riggs had like a lot more special forces training. Uh, probably kept up on it a bit more. Whereas in Die Hard, John McClane was more casual about being a cop in his life and everything. You know, more of a family man. You know, where Riggs is a you know kind of a torn apart person who didn't have that necessarily. You know, in the beginning of the series for sure. Um. So yeah, yeah, I should I should get back into watching my Die Hard and Lethal Weapon again as a tradition for Christmas. Um, I, I've kind of neglected again work, work and everything. It's like it, it stinks because I I don't watch movies as much as I used to anymore. It has a lot to do with the set setup in the studio. Things are pretty cluttered in here, and it's unfortunate. I wish they weren't, but um, yeah. Once in a while, I, I will get a movie out and watch it in the projector. I gotta be honest, YouTube takes up a lot of my watching time these days. Um, there's something about watching clips at, you know, um, 10 minutes a piece, you know, that it's specialized clips. It's just really good, you know, good stuff. Um, there's a lot of people that spout a lot of, of a good wisdom. Um, I'm a big uh, Coach Red Pill fan. <laughs> um, also watch the Quarterling. Um, there's a lot of neat, cool shows where they're just talking about very specific things, like movie reviews, or if you're into arts and crafts, or or D and D, or whatever your 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 poison is, you know. But I still try to watch a movie occasionally. I mean, a movie is it's a commitment. It's a commitment, and. Uh, I think it's kind of, I always believe in movies, but it's like something about, you know, I hate, <laughs> you don't have, you get older, you only have so much time to drive somewhere, a 45 minute drive to see a movie that's three hours long and then come all the way back. That's half your day gone easily. So you got to think about these things when you get older, you get the FTJ or you get a job where, you, maybe you're not working full time, but you have enough going on that 
it, it makes things hard to, to watch movies all the time. Um, which brings me, that brings me to my next topic. Um, you know, they are talking about YouTube and uh, they have this whole COPPA thing going on where you have to label all your videos uh, kid-friendly or not kid-friendly. And that's kind of scaring me. Because <laughs> that's some sense of for, uh, a form of uh, censorship. Um, in fact, you know, I I did I went into the videos I labeled. You know, they're not for kids. And um, but the fact that they could sue people forty four thousand dollars is so fucking ridiculous. I'm like, that is so fucking nuts. No way can you guys do that. And and this scares me because it's it's how much power YouTube has to hurt the everyday, uh, you know, filmmaker or YouTube person, you know. It's just, that is, it's just a little bit too much power. If they can just say, okay, well, this isn't uh, labeled for uh, kids, so uh, we're going to sue your ass, $44,000. I go, get, like, get out of here. This is ridiculous. So, you know, if you go on YouTube, you can watch some, uh, some, uh, I think, uh, What's his name? Roberto Blake. Go to his channel. And you can sign a petition against it. Because um, this is a... This is kind of a scary time. Because now I'm really thinking... All the things that I upload. And all the media. That to not put everything on YouTube now. And to put it on some kind of other database. Where my videos are safe. Where they won't be taken down. You know. Or my account won't be deleted and lose all my videos. You know, it's you, you, who do you trust as far as, as these things anymore? You know, so I, you know, it's good to back things up to have your video somewhere where YouTube can't delete your account and your videos are gone forever. And again, and it's another thing that touches on how reliant we are to one platform. If you're overly reliant and dependent on one, pl one platform, to reach out to people, uh, to make your monetization money. I think, in a way, if anything happens to black platform, platform, you're kind of screwed over. You're kind of screwed over. You know, I'm on Facebook, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram, um, but Facebook is, is a strong one for me. You know, you check out short stories. I put uh, regular parts of my story rage. Uh, on there, as well as other in inspirational things about writing and, and reading and um, coming up, up with stories. But uh, I also post this this podcast on there. And, um, you know, so Podbean, uh, Podbean, that's a platform. And uh, it's separate from YouTube. So I'm doing Facebook. I'm doing uh, Podbean, which is through, I'm also on iTunes, which is, you know, very proud of that fact. Um, uh, yeah, so, and I'm on YouTube, but YouTube's been a bit of a staple for me over the years. Um, so, go ahead and subscribe to Mustang 7 on there, if you can find me on there. Um, I'll try to post some links if I can. On, but anyway, um, yeah, that's kind of freaky. Another thing I've been watching, um, is a show called Age of Truth, um, which is kind of like a tinfoil tinfoil hat kind of show. Interesting. 
very sci-fi, like talk about things that are like, you know, uh, telekinesis, uh, uh, do we live in the Matrix kind of topics, that kind of stuff. And it's just a fun conspiracy type show, but the host really makes um, some good points and, and, and he gets some good guests. Uh, one of the guests he had he had on, uh, I can't remember his name. He sounded uh, he sounded kind of Welsh. He was talking about five G, and he's been having a lot more guests on talking about five G, and uh, you know, the dangers, the possible dangers of that, and, and not being able to uh, shield ourselves from any kind of Wi Fi that that's that powerful, and that's not good because. If things aren't being tested these days, or tested enough, people get it. We could all get hurt, we, in in the name of a high internet speed. I don't. I'm not that worried about internet speed at this point. Things don't have to be that much faster. I'm okay with the with the streaming speed. I can live with it. I'm not worried. It's kind of like the DVD thing versus Blu-ray. You know, it's like yeah, I got some Blu-rays. But to me, it's not really that much of a difference. Not substantially enough. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, you know, I still have my some VHS movies. And some of my VHS movies sound great. Um, something about the sound of a VHS sounds better than the DVD for some reason. I can do more on the speakers with that. But DVD has a sharpness that I like. And if you get a decent enough TV, a decent enough, you know, projector... It'll look almost as good as a Blu-ray, and I'm satisfied with that. I don't need that sharp, that much sharpness. You know, you know they have the 4K now and the and all that fancy stuff. I'm like, again, how sharp? It's it's this a it's about the story. It's about the characters. Everybody, that's what it's about. And um, so yeah, 5G. I'm not a fan. You know, I know T-Mobile wants to get on that. And, and and push the Skynet agenda, but uh, I'm not I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it, and uh, that's not good. There's a lot of things that have happened in our history where it's like they turn out to be health problems later. Um, lead in the walls for one, and then uh, smoking. You know, it's how is five G any different from that? If you don't test it intensely, but uh, you know, greed greed is everything. Greed, you know, we're sick. We're six species where we think of like, oh, greed just solves everything. And it's like, no, it's not always. No, 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 no. It's it's kind of a disease in a way. It's too much. It, it, it overrides our good sense. Um, no, that's just not my belief. I'll get off that pedestal now, and I will talk about my next topic. Which, you know, it's rare that I talk comics on here. And, and I really should talk a bit about comics a bit more since I do draw um, I keep that in my life. I, I still draw comics. Uh, I'm working on revamping Rage Number One uh, due to uh, some some criticism. <laughs> uh, I'm doing I'm pulling a George Lucas on one of my comics, which is crazy in itself. And it, but anyway, um, yeah, I, uh, I I've been interested in picking up Doomsday Clock, and it's a crossover uh, between like. DC and Watchmen, the DC characters like Superman and Batman and all that, and they they meet uh, 
the Watchmen, or at least Ozymandias. The art in that is terrific. I really love the art. I don't know who the artist is, but I want to get this comic, and I'm probably going to try to get it in a graphic novel form. But um, I'm interested to see where they go with it. I'm really interested in that. You know, as far as comics, I'm not really happy with the uh, the way Marvel's going with comics right now. Um, I, you know, I haven't picked up a Wolverine comic in a while, an Old Man Logan comic in a while. I don't know what happened with him. You know, I, I, I know Wolverine came back, but again, at this point, I have so many comics, and I have no room for them. I can't buy any more comics. And that, my friends, is the problem with the medium. You know, I used to be like, not... I, I totally would be against digital comics. I mean, like, what the hell is that? Come on. But it gives it more of a case for that because because it's like I, you can only collect so much physical stuff. Then you have to start selling things and get rid of, rid of things, which I'm, you know, I've been in the purge for the last few years in the, <laughs> in the studio trying to get rid of things. You know, it's not easy. So... Looking into that, looking into get eBay in a bit more and getting rid of, of some old comics. But it's tough. I have a lot of comics I really like, and I think they're they're fun, and I want to keep around. But, uh, yeah, you can only collect so many comics. But, uh, yeah, Doomsday Clock, I'm looking forward to that. I'll probably download that on Kindle. Uh, there's probably some still, still some good de deals. But uh, I'm going to wrap this one up, guys. I'm going to call this a half hour. This is a long podcast. Like a half hour is a long time for me on, this, on the Ham Palace here. Um, stick around, though. I might record another one before the new year. Uh, I, might, I might put out my birthday podcast, <coughs> um, which is a short one, which, uh, you know, every, time, every year, probably since I was, I think, 36, I've been recording like a, a year review of my life and what I need to do. And uh, it's kind of a neat journal, and uh, I might post that if I can get get my uh, shit together, because <laughs> it was my birthday. I did turn 42 um, in November, and uh, I didn't put anything or do anything for that. I, I missed the boat podcast boat on that, but here your Chris. This is your your Christmas episode. I didn't get any guests this time. It's unfortunate, but hey, the year's still st it's not over yet. You know, I could talk to Tom, I could talk to Arnold, and we could see what we could do before the new year. And uh, it's not Christmas yet, but uh, until then, everyone have a Merry Christmas, long days and pleasant nights, and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>